All that hot uh, coals. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> This is Faith And, a Christian podcast exploring faith in real life with young people. Welcome to Faith And, the Christian podcast talking about faith with young people. We have today Andy. Hello. And we have the lovely Corey. Corey, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, I'm Corey. Uh, I'm 20, 21 on June the 15th, if anyone wants to get me anything. Um, and I work for a local church. Uh, I'm the apprentice youth pastor. Great. And what is the best thing so far about lockdown? So I've just been like plowing through box sets like it's been, you know, it's been amazing. Yeah. So what's the best thing you've watched so far? I'm, I'm watching The Last Dance. Yeah, I'm halfway through that. And that is very interesting. That's on Netflix, isn't it? That one? Yes. Yeah, I've seen some people talk about that and say it's quite good. So, Corey, do you watch much YouTube at all? Um, I do. <laughs> the amount of things that you think, oh, this doesn't need a video, but then you watch it anyways is a bit unreal. So yeah. what kind of things do you find yourself watching? A lot of how stuff's made. A yeah. lot of that, a lot of, you know, I've ne- I never knew that I wanted to know how, you know, cheese strings were made until <laughs> I watched it. And I'm like, yes, this is exactly what I needed in my life. But that sort of goes back to what was said last week and YouTube being that sort of place where you go to just waste time. So why do you think you watch them, Corey? Is it just for minus entertainment? I think, I think it, it particularly at the minute, it's that, you know, we, we that social interact like I'm a very extroverted person um I, str- I this lockdown has been quite difficult because I've not had people all around me all the time um which has been positive in some sense but it's also been you know quite hard so for me I go to watch that because it's like it reminds me of what I'm missing it remind it gives me that sense of like oh look there's people and it's funny and it's you know banter and it and it's just that thing of like I can't wait to get back to this with my friends and I can't wait to be able to, you know, so it fills that 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 void, I guess, for me at the minute of I need people around me. I need that social interaction. I need that, you know, um, you know, when we are all stuck in isolation. So, I mean, I could do I could probably spend more effort and more time actually organizing something with my friends. Um, but it's easier just to type in YouTube.com and go watch something. Do you know what I mean? It's easier, isn't it? So you said earlier you work for the church you're yeah. an apprentice youth pastor yes um, so god is very central to your life mm-hmm. um yeah. so do you think and this is sort of what we want to touch on today do you think that god cares and affects what you watch as christians as you know i'm someone of faith my aim and my goal is to be we're all striving to be like jesus because jesus was the perfect example of a human being you know, he lived on earth and he was, he showed everyone how to live, you know, and actually, you know, obviously back in the day, Jesus didn't have Disney plus or Netflix or Amazon prime or he didn't have all that stuff, but you know, Jesus was careful of of what he did and and what he watched. And I think we've got to be so careful because whether people like it or not, subconsciously we're being affected by what we watch. You're saying that you, you're trying to be like Jesus, so yeah, that yeah. probably means that you're not going to watch some stuff and you're not going to listen to, to yeah. some things. Do you find those decisions easy to make? And where do you draw those lines? I think I th- it's very hard to make those decisions, um, particularly, you know. So, for example, uh, a big thing, Game of Thrones. 
never watched it, which which was really hard to to when all my you know I had a lot of friends who were, and it was the talk of everyone, you know, especially when season is it season eight came out the last one, everyone talked about it, and it was like it was so hard for me to to be a part of that and to you know oh yeah. I've never seen it. Do you know what I mean? It's that it's that difficulty of knowing actually to, to, to pursue my faith, to pursue what I think is right. I need to not watch this thing that every it seems to be everywhere, um, and it tends to be like stuff that is that I see is okay. That I don't think that's very good, and I don't think that's very. It's not going to keep a positive influence in my life. I don't think watching that, but then that tends to be the thing that blows up. Another example: Love yeah. Island. You know, that's something I personally chose not to watch because, mm-hmm. you know, to be honest, I just found it awful. Like, <laughs> beyond all things, I thought immorally it was wrong. But then, obviously, you know, that became massive and huge. And, you know, it. I get why people do want to watch it. I understand why people would find that entertaining. But for me, it's that choosing to say, actually, I'm going to put my faith, I'm going to put the thing that I'm you know, that I'm living for above watching a season of, you know, 10 young people go and do silly things on an island. Do you know what I mean? But do you think that's a recent decision or as you were growing up? I mean, I have no idea when season eight came out of Games of Thrones. But, you know, <laughs> as you were growing up as a young person, do you think it was easy for you to make those choices? Or was there more actually pulled by your friends, pulled to be part of the in crowd and things like this well i think a lot of things for example um a lot of things were taken out of my hand which at the time i hated so for example you know call of duty when i grew up was massive absolutely huge um and you know there was every everyone of my friends played it you know fifa was when the new call of duty came out call of duty uh, modern warfare that was the big one when i was a kid modern warfare came out no one played fifa anymore um, and everyone was on this and I was just a bit like because I you know my parents said no you're not allowed to play it because of the age rating and because of you know the things that are in it and it's graphic and whatever which I understood but I'm like all my friends are playing it mm. and you know as, as you know you, you as parents you can understand you know why that, that you won't want to watch it and apparently all my friends are playing it isn't a isn't a justifiable excuse um so you know it's just that thing of like Sometimes it was taken out of my hands, but then when I hit, when I came up, you know, because I'm only, I'm 21 in a month, so I've only been, you know, be able to watch everything for, for, you know, a couple of years now. And even when I got to 18 and uh, there was still things I was like, yeah, no, I don't want to watch that. I don't want, you know, legally I can, legally I can watch whatever I want, but it's choosing to say, actually, is this program going to benefit me? Yeah. Probably not. And if that is the, if that, if that was the, reason i came to then that was my answer to actually no matter how important it is or how you know socially or or culturally accepted this thing is i still need to stand my ground in that and i need to actually that's not a positive influence and and i need to help people see my perspective don't have to don't have to force them to see it and don't have to you know be like i wasn't going around and going yeah all you who are watching this program you know I'm not about that. So that, that that wasn't what I was like. But I was like, if someone asked me about it, I'd go, oh, no, I don't watch that. Yeah. Then that opens a conversation where you go, actually, this is why. And a lot of people, when I explained my reasoning and explained, you know, the, the, the yeah, the, re- the reason why, were very understanding and, and understood my perspective. So 
yeah i think i think you can socially live and be you be accepted without having to play all the games or watch all the series or, or whatever it is um i just think you just need to understand why and, and what is it and you know look at more than just oh there's a dragon on the screen do you know what i mean there's there's more than what it seems there's always yeah. references to things and always a lot more um a lot more behind it than just a film or just a series um so yeah i suppose one of the big th- fears for young people is that we're going to say to them you can only live in the christian bubble so if you mm. go on youtube you can only watch you know sermons uh, you can only listen to christian music you can only listen yeah. to christian rap artists mm. or if you go on netflix you can only watch that you know whatever there is in the Disney or the family section or, if you know, and I think they're good sections though. The Disney and and family sections are strong. I'd be happy. (laughs) But I think there are some young people and like Sam said last week, he'd never thought about how God cared about what he watched or what he didn't, you know, and I think there are many young people who are scared and going, well, actually I don't want to watch just Christian movies. I don't want to watch just sermons. I don't want to live in that. You know, and when God says we're called to live in the world, but not be of the world. Yes. Yeah, really good. You know, I think that that for me is the key. Yeah. But I think it's a process and I think it's a very difficult one. It sounds like you've come to that over time. It wasn't like when you were 12, it was that's it. I believe this. And so that's it. Yeah. So it's, it's been it's been a long journey, I think, for me as well. So, you know, there are lots of things you need to be careful of because. I have I have lots of friends and I've got lots of people that I've discussed this with, um, you know, just to, through my work and through through so just through friends and it's looking at what you can handle and it's looking at what will. So for example, um, you know, so take something something easy like alcohol. Yeah, I have a friend of mine that he will have one and that's it because he can't do any more. And and I've got another friend of mine that will watch only a certain amount of a tv program and if he sees it's like he takes 20 minutes and if there's anything that the first 20 minutes where he goes actually that is not what i want to see he might really enjoy the blurb and he might you know he might love it but or whatever the synopsis whatever you call the the bit at the start of a netflix film but he will watch that and he will go if in the first 20 minutes if there's something in it that i disagree with or that is that i feel will you know not help me better myself as a person then i won't watch it and it's about learning okay what is it that i can handle what is it i can deal with what is it that you know because again we're not asking everyone to be prunes and just to not not play anything not watch anything just sit on the you know because you know let's be real you can't you can't do that in society there, there is no way that you can go through life ignoring everything because that will not help you, you know, function as a human being. And it's, yeah, you just can't do it. So it's just about learning what, what it is that you can handle. What is it that you can see, you know? Mm-hmm. For example, I won't watch any kind of horror film. No horror film, no, no even if it's a TV show, I, I won't watch it. Because I know as a person, I get scared so much. Yeah, can't do it, right? Uh, me and a friend of mine, they were, they were organising a, a group trip to uh, see uh, It, you know, the one about the, the, the clown in it. Uh, yeah. Me and my friend went and watched, uh, was it 
I think it was like some Muppets film or something. We were like, no, we're not, we're not, we're not doing that because we, me and him both knew that that will not help us at all, and we're both really scared. So you just, you just have to learn about you and learn about what, it, what it is you are, yeah, what you're striving for and what you're trying to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So how would you both encourage young people that you know or the people who are listening to start that process to start thinking about? Um, what God thinks and and how they can make those decisions of what is good for their relationship with God. I think I think I would say to begin with is learn what it's really saying. What is this trying to trying to you know get across? This is about really looking deep into what you know the movies you're watching and and, and everything that you're viewing with your eyes. Looking, what's it doing? What's it doing to my brain? What what? messages it's sending him you know what about yourself Andy yeah I mean what you're saying ties in nicely with what Tabby and Rebecca said last week where for them what they see eventually over time will be you know sort of soaked into them like a sponge so if they watch lots of programs full of hate and darkness then actually they find that the world around them seems to be more hate-filled and darker um but I think for me it is the question that sort of I posed at the end of the last one is that would you watch what you watch if Jesus was next to you? Mm, good question. You know, and that that I think is the starting point. It's an easy question to ask yourself. You know, I'm reminded of the bracelets from the 90s, which sure far of you are too young to remember, which used to say WWJD, which stood for what would Jesus do? But it is that question of what would Jesus watch? What yeah. would Jesus yeah. listen to? Yeah. And if he was sat next to you on the sofa, would you put Game of Thrones on? Mm, good, yeah. You know, knowing what is in there, would you put Sidemen on? You know, would you put Beta Squad, knowing the language that they use, knowing the content that they produce? Yeah. Would you want Jesus to see that bit? People forget that the actors. Yeah. I think that's what I notice the most. People forget the people that we're watching the characters that we're watching, no matter how true story it could be, they're still acting. They're not, you know. So these people that we see is a, is a is someone else's representation of this character of this of this of what you know of their imagery. So I think it's also really important to, you know, see that we're not actors. You know, we're human beings. We are real people. We are interacting with real people. And well, I think it, that this is the most dangerous thing that we can get to a point where we're acting as ourselves, uh, we're acting as other people. And for me, when we read, when we look at the life of Jesus all the way through his life, Jesus never acted like someone else. Jesus was who he was and he knew in his heart who he was. And, you know, even when Jesus got angry when he went to the temple, it's because he knew who he was and he knew that he cannot stand for this. So he will throw tables and he will get upset because this is not what you know this is not what is meant to be here so i think my biggest thing to all young people everywhere is just to find out who you are rather than looking at what else is there looking at rather than looking at all these characters and inspiring to be all these you know these fake instagram people or whatever it is you know on on social media everyone's lives look glamorous you know and you, I want to see the days where Kim Kardashian and Kanye West have to wake up because the baby's been sick and whatever. I want to see the days where that's when that's the reality. 
not the days when they're on the beach and they're all looking amazing and they've been sat there for 30 minutes because they've been trying to take the same photo all over over again. Yeah. And it's just, we need to get past this facade, that this attitude of these things that we see is reality because it's not. You know, these actors we're watching, it's all fake. It's all people pretending. And so I think once we drop, we see that and we see the pretending, we see the, the fakery, that allows us to actually look at ourselves and go, well, what are we faking things? Are we able to sit here and go, this is who I am, these are my morals, this is what I believe? Or are we just still pretending to be other people? And Yeah, and that ties in really well with what we've been looking at over these last few episodes, because we've talked about identity and find, where we find identity, you know, particularly young people who are looking at social media and Instagram and yes. Facebook, and they see all these pictures and they go, that's what I want to be. And it's like Lexi said, they're all highlight reels. Yes. And it's that highlight reel thing that we all aspire to have. And I think young people get sucked into that. And I think young people do aspire to see and can't see through those. Yeah. So I think you are right. It is that idea of find out who you are. Yeah. Work out your identity. Work out what your principles are. And then let what you watch line up to those things. Yeah, I think that's really good. Um, but that's a really hard thing to do. That's hard for adults as well as young people. Um, so how how do we start to look at doing that? How do we think about our morals and what we believe in? Where do we go for that information? Um, so for me, that was, that's been a question that I'm still dealing with. And that's something that is never you're not going to wake up one morning and, and, and God or, or someone is just going to drop a present on your door and goes, there's who you are. This is everything about you, you know, because we change and we evolve and we, you know, for example, I love accents. I really love accents. And if you live in a place for a certain amount of time, you start to talk in the same accent as the people where you're living. And for me, that's something that describes how identity, you know, how it can work is sometimes if you spend enough time with people who are, you know, giving positive influence, who are telling you you're awesome, who are keep encouraging you, who are building you up, then that's what will be part of your identity. Your identity will be, you know, allowing others to help and you'll you'll push others and you'll encourage others. And I think we it it's less of an idea of, okay, this is an identity, this is what it looks like. It's okay, well, what is it about you that makes you different? And I think for me it goes back to that question of being authentic yes really being being who you are so you know that was what really lexi spoke about on episode three of faith and um and she spoke a lot about this idea of being authentic and you touched on it today about you wanting to see those pictures of kanye west and kim with the baby vomiting down the back oh yeah you know because that's that's authentic yeah (laughs) and that's the reality but i think for young people it's that idea of actually finding people who are authentic around you yeah, yeah. So you don't have to agree with everything they want or they agree with. Yeah, definitely. But at least if they're real, you'll probably listen to them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's probably the key. It's working out those who are around you who are there really for you to help you to build you up being real. And remembering that all the old people, to use that phrase, over the age of your age, because if you're 14, you think a 15 year, 16 year olds are old. Uh, if you're 12, you think a 14 year old's old. And if you're 20, you think a 41 year old man's old. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> but, it's, but it's remembering that those people have been on that journey before. Yeah, absolutely. We were reading Jonah earlier this week and it, that kind of authenticity got me during that as well. That um, Jonah, God tells Jonah to go somewhere. He goes, no, not going to. Um, and because of that, he gets chucked into the sea swallowed up by a big fish and then three days later vomited onto dry land love that line of the bible vomited onto dry land um and then he runs away again like he is who he is and he gets there eventually and all of this sort of thing and god still uses him and i think that's the key that god still uses him and you see that throughout the bible all these characters all these people who you look at and they're quite rubbish we we've talked about the disciples on previous episodes but through the old testament as well you know all these people with so many different flaws um but actually they start to learn who they are they start to learn who god is they put that faith that trust that number one spot to god yeah and he can use them and so even if we're still on this journey of identity if we're still working out what we should and shouldn't be watching whether we're watching the wrong things and feel a bit guilty about it god is still in that and we can still have those conversations with other people and with god and move forward and like you said change and develop and and go on that journey excellent well i reckon that is some awesome awesome advice for us to end today's podcast on Uh, We want to say thank you, Corey, for coming on and being a guest today. We've really enjoyed chatting to you about this. Uh, So we will see you next time round.